This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister, the podcast about us, Rosemary McCabe. And? Oh, sorry, Beatrice McCain. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's do it again. I, I was horrified by the about us. Today we thought we would talk about embarrassing physical mishaps. Basically, all the times we've fallen over or otherwise been let down by our bodies. Yeah, I just call it like being in a body and not being a gymnast. Ain't that the truth? You know what I was thinking the other day as I tripped over a paving stone for about the 400 millionth time (laughs) in my life? But I didn't fall over, right? Okay. And I realised that I feel like, and this might be a complete invention in my head, but I feel like when I discovered weightlifting, which I haven't done in about a year, I started to fall less often than I had previously. Is and that true? I, yeah, and I think it's because I kind of got slightly more confident in or aware of my body somehow that like I can stop myself falling now whereas before it was like I would do a tiny trip and then go tumbling over the path and have to be picked up by like random man on Parnell Street as I told the story of before Is that true or like is it just that your weightlifting was a pretty short period of time in your life so like by comparison not that many things happened in that period of time just wondering Excuse me I my weightlifting was the longest thing that I've ever done in my life lasted about three years that's not the longest thing still, you've ever done in your life. Oh my God, I don't think I've ever done any kind of hobby or activity for longer than that. Other than like looking at Instagram. That doesn't count. Writing. That doesn't count either. Because that's, that's, that's my job. Like, You gave up your job to be a weightlifting no, no. fitness person. A weightlifting fitness person, a personal trainer. Yeah, you gave up your job to be that. So, I mean, it was like, I don't think that... It became your job. So if you're dismissing writing, I don't think you can include weightlifting. Well, I suppose I feel like writing is more my job as vocation. Okay. If you know what I mean, than weightlifting no, was. But when you weightlifted, etc., you gave it up for a while. Because you gave it up because you were you were then a, a personal trainer. I gave up writing for a while, yeah. you mean? So you need to exclude uh, yeah, those months of time and then say it was two months long. Anyway, listen, this is about physical calamities. Physical oh, yes. comedy. <laughs> but also falling and otherwise injuring ourselves. Have you ever broken anything? I actually have not, Rosemary. Oh, I've never broken anything. I've never except for the bone on my back. I've no, and Mom has corrected you that that was not actually a bone in your back. I have not broken anything. I've never sprained anything. But you know what? Why? Because I've never actually done anything physically that would ever require the breaking of anything. 
Beatrice, any time I have broken or sprained anything, I sprained my ankle several times because I was obsessed with those platform shoes. Oh. And I used to wear them to school all the time and then go like running down the hall and go careening off the side of my ankle. Oh, I running. did. Like, <laughs> careening off the side of my <laughs> ankle. I did have a very, I, I did have like a load of physiotherapy. Oh, that one time I discovered physical freedom when I was jogging. I was running. I, I took up the, <laughs> whatever it's called. Couch to 5K. Called, I was going to say bed. bed to 5K. <laughs> Don't go into marketing. <laughs> no, we should call this bed to 5K. Why not go it's into really marketing? It's really to catch on. That would actually be more accurate for me. It was bed to 5K, lying down to 5K. And I, I and you got to about 2K. Excuse me. I oh. got to many Ks. <laughs> but the problem was I never experienced this thing that, you know, runners call like, you know, runner's, runners euphoria, whatever. I was, I was like, I never experienced. I was always like, when is this actually going to happen? I was running and I was running and I was always miserable. I was always uncomfortable. <laughs> I was always hating it. And then one day I ran in Brooklyn. I ran past. I, so I, so I, I hit the like the 2K mark, you know, and, and I ran past the Brooklyn Ikea and I ran onto the docks and I was smelling the, you know, the dirty fish air and I was running and I was like seeing the sky and I was like, I think I'm, I think I'm starting to feel it. I was like, I'm starting to feel really good. And I swung around a corner with a potentially too much gay abandon and I threw my knee out. Right, I like literally swung around a corner. Like I really was like, my body is amazing. It's doing amazing things. I was just swung around the corner so fast, not so fast, probably. Yeah, well, like like, like as you're saying, running, I'm like, I'm like sure this say, was jogging. Excuse me. Yes, definitely jogging. <laughs> but anyway, whatever weird like swing around the corner that I did over enthusiastically, I, I whopped my knee out of not whapped. I whopped my knee out of position. I had to go for like six months of physical therapy and then... And then never... it, it affected your ankle as well, didn't it? Then eventually... No, that was actually a different thing. My oh. ankle was nothing to... My ankle was just... My ankle just started to act up. And I, But I do remember like many times I have fallen off a high, high heel, but it's always been in the same way, in the same ankle. Like I've always felt oh. like a weird pain in my right ankle where I've... I say that now and I'll be like, I'll go to check the boot later on with my left. One of my ankles... And I always, but I've noticed like multiple times wearing high heels that I've, I've, you know, gone to fall or whatever. And it's always been the same ankle yeah, and the same weird kind of pain. And it never really became anything. But then over time, I couldn't really even walk yeah, more yeah, than kind of a 10 minute walk. My ankle would swell up massively like when I was pregnant and I would have to put it up on a cushion and deflate it and all this kind of stuff. And so I, I had a boot. I wore a boot for like six months. I but I went to the doctor and did this specialist and he was like, well, we can give you a steroid shot. We can, we accept I was pregnant. We can do this. We can do that. We can go in and cut your tendon and blah, blah, blah. But it seems fine now, right? And that's, but it, but every x-ray, he was like, we don't see anything. Like we don't see anything. Oh. But we can do all of these surgeries. And it seemed a bit like, I don't really a know. A bit experimental when you're surgery. like, we don't yeah. see anything, but we can do the surgery just yeah. in case. I don't know if I want to do a surgery if I can't see it. But like I, I had pain for it. Like I couldn't walk. Yeah. For, I couldn't like walk for long periods of time. For, for a couple of years, wasn't it? Yeah. Like a year three and a half, two years. No, I said three or four that. years. Yeah, and and I still get it now, but like it's not like now I live in Indiana, so I don't. Really, I mean, I drive everywhere, so I don't get a load of long walks. But I want to, you know, I, I feel like when the kids are a little bit bigger, I'll, I'll walk again. You're like, I'll walk again. I will walk again. I will walk again. I will again. make it. When you were saying you've never done anything like any physical activity that could could result in an injury, Beatrice, I broke my arm in two places getting the takeaway menu from the neighbours. Doesn't take much. Oh, Rosemary, you also broke mom's leg. That was her hand. Or you broke mom's hand. Getting. She broke her own hand, but I you mean, broke mom's hand because you wanted. She was to take also away. getting me a takeaway. She was across. She was crossing the road in Rathmines, fresh from getting me my delicious bomb. I'm I miss Bombay Pantry so much. Fresh from getting me my my Bombay Pantry, and she tripped and fell and broke a bone. In her you hand. are like Stephen King's. What's that movie with the girl with all the telepathy? You are telepathically breaking mom's hand. The minute Carrie? she gets you, no, the other one. The minute she gets you that food, you break. Actually, that doesn't make any sense. It makes sense. no you sense. Would I would immediately be like unbreaking her hand. Unbreak. <laughs> <laughs> That's the exact same bird You'd brain. You'd be exactly unbreaking her hand to but bring you, know, you that food. You know, I also broke my toe. I I broke my little toe skiing. <laughs> I can't even joking. Where were you skiing? I was skiing in Austria. What? Oh my gosh, you don't know about this. 
I got sent when I worked at the Irish Times I got offered this trip oh, uh, just as well because I was about to say mom I was just about to say just, <laughs> just to tell you mom I can't take any more stories where Rosemary's the favourite and if, if Rosemary secretly got sent skiing Rosemary secretly got sent <laughs> skiing to Russia i sorry no. Austria Russia I was going to be raging You're... when I got sent to horse school Rosemary got <laughs> sent to ski school I was going to be raging anyway listen Get off the Red Sparrow trip. So I got offered this trip skiing to Austria to do a review of it for the Irish Times. You were so like, entertained by yourself. Well, no, I really... <laughs> Sorry, go on. Wish there was a way of turning off your microphone. Just mute you for a couple of minutes while I finish the story. You don't wish that. I do. But anyway, so I'd never been skiing before, right? I did no lessons coming up to this. Oh, I was like, surprise. I'll just learn. You didn't want to prep for this. Oh, no. You weren't somebody who likes to get ready for things. Shut up. So, Allah, when I turn up with a notebook, you go, what are these things? I'm like, they're called notes. That. Be quiet, please. Sorry. So I went on this trip skiing. But what I didn't realize was I'm not like, I'm not a gracious person when I fall and embarrass myself. Like, I, I don't really possess the ability to laugh at myself. This, this is shocking to you. I'm sure you you're do, making you a do, face like you're very You dropped. do possess that ability now. I would say that oh, 10 years ago you didn't possess probably, it. Probably, yeah. Well, you, I, you I, do I'm possess a bit closer to possessing it now. But Beatrice, the point is, right, if you're skiing and you're completely on your own and you've no mates there, so you've no one to laugh at you when you fall over, you've no one to pick you up. Oh my God, I just felt like crying every Rosemary, single I hated it If so a tree falls much. in the forest. What? If a tree falls in the forest, did it even fall? Does it even exist? Everyone could see me falling, Beatrice. Oh, you just said nobody was there to see you. Nobody was there to help me. None of, like oh. nobody I knew. Everybody oh. was there with their own friends. So I would oh. fall over and they'd look at me pityingly and then I'd try How and struggle to get up again. How could Beatrice, you can still see people's facial expressions. You can see their mouths as well. You can see when they're like, poor Rosemary's fallen for the seventh time. And then on about day three, I got put into the remedial beginners group and then I had a great time. Oh, well, you know, I try to be very careful about what I say on this podcast in terms of relations to my work, right? But I was going to say, but my my boss has a a home somewhere near a ski something, right? In a ski area. And there are constantly extremely... Geographical excellence from Beatrice But there are constantly like very generous, you know, conversations around how one day we might end up going for a ski there. And I have to say, like, as much as I'm like, absolutely so would love it, it sounds phenomenal. I'm like absolutely terrified only today I was thinking if we went ensemble as a you know with my colleagues how would I feel about being like absolutely useless like not everybody good. else I guarantee let me you tell you be. you would feel not good do you remember like, when would it be okay if I was no. constantly crying <laughs> no do you remember when you tried to go on Nash's hoverboard no I didn't I only said to Nash yesterday I've never gone on this Did at I? Christmas you put one foot on it and then nearly <laughs> fell over I think at the thought of it and then refused to try it but do you remember Skiing? that dad went on the hoverboard oh my god dad was like dad what age is dad 71 72 72 I've got this I've got desperate. I absolutely and he's like he had got it though. Well, maybe he would have Until been he able. Hadn't. Maybe he would have been able to stay on it if he had any more meat in his bones, like Allah a year and a half ago, where he was Stop a bit skinny more solid. Dad. No, but I just want more. Want to say like now he's emaciated himself into pilot land. You know, it was a bit like it was a bit like a flyweight just hanging on the hoverboard. He's like a geriatric jockey now. <laughs> like barely felt any weight on it. Oh, he was, he was going spread. around but he was going around the room delighted oh, with himself. Was so and slow next thing as you well. know but next thing you know, all we see is like oblivion. Oh, I was desperate. A clang and dad bashing his head off the arcade the like But you know I was following arcade. him around. I no. was filming him and I was oh, following nice him around jo- going Do you have that film, Rosemary? Well I stopped right before he fell off. But do you That's... have the film that you could share, Rosemary? Oh yeah I probably do somewhere. And then it. he jumps up and he's giving himself like a massive whack an almighty whack on the head as he would say and he jumps up and of course in true dad form like it was just so like me and so like you he's like oh, oh I'm fine I'm fine and you know what he really wants to be is like fuck off fuckers yeah yeah I'm like don't touch agony. me I'm in agony he's like oh I'm fine oh I just walloped my head off that arcade oh like oh that was quite the fall oh my god it was terrible oh oh poor I literally dad. thought that was it he was done for oh god Rosemary. Whapped his head off that arcade, Beatrice. Whapped? 
whacked, oh, you sorry. sicko. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, why are you trying to bring dad and whap into I, the same sentence? I literally thought that's what you said. Disgusting. <laughs> I, don't I, don't know, know I honestly don't know how. Like, we talk about mom falling and you managed to have totally excised from your memory. You fell outside a nightclub and nades down some steps at one point. And there was another point at which you Did fell... I, remind me about that. I don't know, you fell off your shoe or something and it broke your shoe. Did your shoe oh, get caught in a oh. grate or something? And there was a time you fell over an ankle and bashed your face off a rock. Oh yeah, well that was actually awful in yeah. fairness to me. Like, Was that in a college trip? Yeah. Uh, also very embarrassing. Well, that was... Oh, that's more what I meant. I didn't mean physically. Oh. I meant like I was within... I was in NCAD. I was with NCAD. I was with NCAD. I was with the NCAD. No, I was in NCAD and I was in... I don't know, second year, third year? Maybe mm. it was a first year. I, who knows? I was in first some... First year. First year. I was in some year. First right? year. First year is the year you, you learn to go lake swimming and do an excellent English accent. <laughs> I was in... That's a deep, I was a deep reference I was in NCAD. Okay. No, no. I got it, Rosemary. Oh, but you're probably oh. expecting me to say Hugh Grant, are you? I was in NCAD in some year. I was, must have been first year, actually, now that I think about it, because like it was the entire... It was first year. Was okay. it Ackle or was it, in the, was it the Iron Islands? I was on the Iron Islands. And I had been so looking forward to this trip, Rosemary, let me tell you, because I was like, finally, 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 I am going to meet or force the man of my dreams in isolation <laughs> to snog me, basically. What? I was like, he will not have escape. He will not have Which access. Which man was this? Oh, any man. I was oh. like, he will not have access to... <laughs> On it? That's a strawberry thing. Sorry, what's the thing? What are those tiny ships that people used to used to travel on? A pontoon? Oh yes. No, is that what it's called? Like the tiny ones? A canoe? In a kayak? No, Rosemary. In Ireland. No idea what strawberry. Anyway, about. a t- he will he will have access to no transportation. Basically. Probably would have had access to a punnet. <laughs> 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 anyway, we were all having a great time and it was fab. We were in this amazing hostel with delicious food. And um, actually, it's it's pretty well known and I should recommend it. I can't remember the name, but it'll be in the show notes. Poor Rosemary. And we were having a great time and every single day, but the weather was desperate. Like and every single day we would all be, you know, sent out with our raincoats and our sketchbooks. And I mean, I actually have all the work that I did. It's I, I was looking at it the other day and it's it's all these. But that'll be worth a lot someday. Oh, thanks. It's very, lots of, you know, collages. It's all very grey is what I was going to say. There's lots of like greyness. Anyway, and we were on the edge of the cliff, but like actually it occurred to me. I mean, I have such a massive fear of heights. I can't even, I don't know why I was so near. The, you know, I think I was near the edge of the cliff actually now. It was probably about... 20 miles away from the edge of the cliff it seemed extremely close to me and the the wind was roaring etc anyway we were all out and we were I remember we were debating should we go back to the hostel or like was the expectation you know would the tutors have expected that we still stay out in this weather because it was lashing rain it was terribly grim and we were you know you're drawing you also have paper and you're like Mm -hmm. I don't know if this paper is going to survive. And we were having these debates, blah, blah. And I jumped up and like being, you know, ever the life of the party, like the clown of the party, I would say always overcompensating with the hilarity, you know, overcompensating for oh like... God, I've never heard this full story. I just thought you were walking oh, along and tripped. No, no, no. I would say overcompensating oh for like the weight, the looks, the, the insecurity, the whatever. I like, I jumped up to say something hilarious and literally tripped on this tiny hidden rock under the grass, tripped... Well, faceward slammed onto a massive stam- standing stone and just slid on my nose like down I, I think I might have gone unconscious I don't know slid all the way down this standing stone and just like lay there and I remember like everybody came over to pick me up and you know me I'm like I was literally like get, get away, away from, from me but time. I think I'm, I think I was unconscious so it's probably fine and I had a massive like massive um, you uh, had a cut lip didn't you like a spokes? no no I had, it was my nose actually I had a massive oh, cut yeah. like slit in my nose oh. And it bled and it bled and it bled and they were all like freaked out and they brought me back and my entire, and I also swelled really badly. So we went back and my face swelled massively up. And then there was all this conversation about would they airlift me out or would they not? And like for a day or two, they were discussing what they, but like, I really looked terrible, Rosemary. You're making faces now. No, 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 no. I still still have a scar on my face now, you know. I was like, would they would they airlift me out or would they not? Blah, 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 blah. Because somebody apparently had f- <laughs> gone out drinking the night previously and had f- had been sitting on a stone wall, you know, when there's like Irish... Like dry stone walls. Yeah, dry yeah. stone walls and had fallen backwards into a field that was <laughs> like 10 feet deeper than the, Jesus. you know, than the road was and had to be airlifted off the island, apparently. And there was a lot of conversation. Would I need to be airlifted? Would, would I not? would you ever take a trip with students? Ever? No. 
I don't know. We'll ask Miss Pierce. According to Ms., our our English teacher, according to Miss Pierce, like they were great crack, but also insane. I'm sure, like, because you're responsible for these kids who are now taking advantage to do everything they've ever wanted to do in their lives, right? <sighs> I remember her on a school trip once singing an incredible version of David Gray's "Say Hello, Wave Wave Goodbye" on the bus. Really? Yeah. Oh, she's the best. Anyway, so. Lots of conversation. And, and meantime, I was then back in the hostel in my tiny little bunk bed, you know, and the thing was this hostel that we went, that we stayed at was, was I think owned by, I'm not sure where he was from, an African guy. I'm not sure where he was from, but amazing food, like really exotic, delicious. And I, of course, could now eat nothing. My my lips were swollen to within an inch of their lives. And all I could do, I couldn't chew. All I could do was suck food through a straw. So all I could do for the next week, whatever, however many days we were there. It felt like a very long time, but like three yeah, I think, days. I probably. think it was only a long weekend. I think it was yeah, four days. It was or suck, you know, pureed strawberry through a straw and make jokes. And like I remember there were lots of jokes and I would be like <laughs> really what I meant was I am miserable. Where's my boyfriend? Why why didn't you just like why didn't they just send you home on the bus or something? There, we were on the Aran Islands, Rosemary. There you is know, no know, bus. No, no, but you can get a boat from the Aran Islands back onto the mainland. Rosemary, and I could barely see through my swollen, like, clamped shut eyelids. <laughs> I probably would have been like, oh, this is the bus, she says as she I jumps know, into Beatrice, the trash can. I think mum would have come and got you. Mum was not remotely concerned. She'll be denying this now, but she was not remotely concerned. Nobody cared, Rosemary. Nobody cared. <laughs> so <laughs> the moral of the story is you didn't score. Surprisingly, I didn't. Surprisingly, I didn't. You know, I think had it not been for the straw, it would have been good. No, of course I didn't. It was an absolute disaster. So, so, so that was just one time that your body and lack of coordination let you down. It was just let another. Me- no, it was just another time where I ended up being like the humor of the party. Like that's always what I was. You know, the, the, like it doesn't really sound like that was that funny though. What it doesn't sound like that was that funny? People found it very entertaining. But sorry, I want to talk about one time that my body let me down. Myself and my ex-boyfriend were on a romantic trip to Paris. This is a different boyfriend to the boyfriend I broke up with after Paris. This was actually, actually, you know what? This is the first time I'd gone back to Paris since then. I took, I took against it. If I'm just, I'm just channeling mom here. She'd be like, were you, are you going to tell us a story about like where you were naked with you? Like you stayed the night with, you know what? Actually, I shouldn't even, because like mom let you stay the night with every boyfriend in our house. How did you, how did you go from, I was in Paris to you were naked? Oh, because you were about to tell the story You were saying, you're supposed to pretend you don't know it. No, you were about to say my body let me down. My body let me down. Okay, go on, go on, go on. Unless you were ferociously farting in front of him, I think your body let you down in other ways. Go on. Anyway, it was the first time I'd gone back to Paris since the that ill-fated trip where myself and my ex-boyfriend had broken up afterwards. Oh, was that guy before this guy? Dump, dumped was before this guy, was he? Dumped was before... So this oh. was... this was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. So, we were in Paris. The first time I'd gone back, I'd, I'd braved... I'd gone back to Paris even thinking it was a bad omen for me. And we were staying in this Airbnb near... I think it was in in Montmartre. It was actually I really there, nice. Right? Was I? Huh? Was I? No, was no, I, no, no. You were I living gone? in you were living in Dallas at this point. Oh right, okay. So this was like three or four years ago. Such like, a bummer. Wasn't that long ago? This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So we were in Paris. We're staying in this Airbnb. And weirdly, when we arrived in the Airbnb, your man had left a note saying, please don't drink any of my wine. What? And you're like, you're fucking French. Your wine costs you two fifty, you scab. Like, even if we did drink a bottle of your but wine, but also like, like, sorry, if you have an Airbnb, if you don't want me to drink your wine, put it in a lockup box. Yeah, but also, if you have an Airbnb in Paris where literally wine is cheap, buy us a bottle of wine and leave it here. Going, here's a bottle of wine for you, and then you're probably not going to drink the rest of the wine. No, no, I mean, Maybe. I would drink all the wine. Oh yeah, good. Point. I would actually drink all the wine, but I more mean like, if you really care about your wine. Put Don't it leave it out for an Airbnb. Yeah. So anyway, great. we're staying in this Airbnb and they had a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful claw-footed bath that looked a lot bigger than it was, let I me say. claw-footed bath. So do I. And we decided one night that there would be nothing more romantic than to have a bath romantique. together. Romantique. Le bain. Le bain ensemble. Yes, Beatrice. Romantique. As they say in... The Little Mermaid. <laughs> okay, can you please? I can, Rosemary. May I just... <laughs> Jesus. So, we so decided to be very Rosemary? romantic. I think, think there was no bubble bath either, so like there was what? nothing even to this add a bit clear of slip water. to the bath. Yeah. Clear water. Oh, I'm not into this. <laughs> <laughs> not a bit of slip. So anyway... Bit of slip. You what is know, this? You know, if you had bubble bath, it's a bit slippy. I'm just saying for, yeah, for where we're going with the story, the bubble bath you might have made it easier. You're not we almost people. injured ourselves anyway. So we got in the bath, and it turned out actually, as we got into the bath, I frequently underestimate the size of my own body. I think so as we got in the bath and the water, began you have to, the opposite of body dysmorphia. Yeah. You have like you have body dysmorphia, but like the opposite direction from yeah, most people. Yeah, yeah, in a good way. Like oh. like Brandon's son, who's five, put on a jumper of mine the other day, and I was literally like, "Why oh, is that jumper so enormous?" It's <laughs> <laughs> like, my jumper. <laughs> Anyway, listen, this, this, this sorry, story's sorry, taking so long. Sorry, sorry, the two sorry. of us got in the bath, right? But the bath is actually smaller than we thought. So instead of being able to face each other like I imagined, like in some nice rom-com. Were you back to back? <laughs> no, no, Beatrice. <laughs> back to back, no. He was sitting behind me with his legs around me, basically. Yeah. What were you expecting? Oh, what? you were expecting to be opposite, facing each yeah. other? Oh, that's, like, that's cute. Yeah, but no, we weren't. We were too big for the bath. That's too small. Anyway, get in the bath. He's behind me. I'm in front of him. Like, this is very nice. The water is like disappearing out of the bath at a rate of knots, right? You can imagine it's all going out the drain. <laughs> like as our bodies got in, the water all went out. So we're sitting there, possibly in about two inches of water. <laughs> and then, it just wasn't that nice, and the two of us were it like, wasn't that nice <laughs> under understatement of the year. It just wasn't that just nice. Not that nice. Like I was we're kind like, of uh, trapped in this ceramic hell. <laughs> It's like, like it wasn't that nice. Listen, let's you know, let's just let's just get out. This isn't that comfortable. And then I just found that I could not get out. Our bodies had stuck together like like those suckers, you know, the suckers that you get. <laughs> Basically, our bodies had our flesh suctioned had suctioned together. In pushing all the water out, we'd also pushed out all the air and become suctioned to one another and to the bath. And I, and I remember sitting there, like we laughed for the first about two minutes that we couldn't <laughs> dislodge ourselves. And then it began to like, you know, you get this, you start to go very cold where you're like, oh my God, A, a I'm going to freeze to death. B, like this is grotesque. Our our French landlord <laughs> told us not to drink his wine. He's going to come home and find us stuck in his bath. You know, he'd probably be like, well, thank God they did not drink the wine. <laughs> I'm just imagining him coming home and finding these two pale Irish people stuck in his claw for the bath. He wouldn't care. The wine's oh, still are, there. They are very liberal in France, to be no, fair. No, the wine is still there. That's what he cares about. And what happened? Yeah. Well, eventually we got out, so it was like like a bit of a 
a bit of a damp squib in terms of climax of the story. Rosemary, stop using weird words. Seriously. <laughs> now, Rosemary, although I do remember watching a video, I was about to say, a movie with Drew Barrymore years ago. And I think it was something with Sam Rockwell and Drew Barrymore. Was it Drew Charlie's Barrymore? Angel? Was it? Charlie's I Angels. I don't think so. Like, my eyes are all squinting. Your eyes are very squinting. Beatrice, I'm trying to remember Beatrice, really hard, yes. Yeah. Tilt the microphone so it's actually oh. at, your, at your mouth. I'm trying to remember really hard, but... I'm trying to remember really yeah, hard. I'm, I'm trying really trying hard, really hard to, I'm to remember. I'm trying really hard to remember, but was it was it Charlie's Angels? It felt like more intellectual to me than that, but maybe. But at one point they had like the most amazing sex. Sorry, mom. In the shower. Like the most amazing. I remember going, really? Like, it was amazing sex look. Like, like literally phenomenal do people have amazing sex in the shower do they not me i feel like the shower like negates the ability to have amazing sex like where am i missing out here like what am i missing out on you know when you see in movies and they're having sex up against the wall of the shower yeah. right and oh, anytime me, absolutely i couldn't do that come on sorry anytime i've been in the shower if the wall has even touched my body i've nearly oh. died of like oh, freezing no. cold shock if there's a tiny shelf on the, sh- on the wall i'm like much more comfortable <laughs> what? a tiny shelf what are you talking like about? It's more that I can't like. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I said, we shall do some more research and come back to you. <laughs> we shall not be doing any actual oh. like oh re- no, research. Like, oh, I mean internet research, like you, Rosemary. Like, <laughs> what is this face you're literally? Give me a Hillary Clinton face. What is this? What the fuck is a Hillary Clinton face? It is very intelligent and powerful. Oh, yes. Intelligent, powerful, and extremely certain of her own correctness. That was the end of that. How did you get out? Genuinely, how did you get out of the bath? With a lot of effort. Like, when you got out of the bath, was it grand? Like, was it like, oh, we're out of the bath, it's grand? Was it a bit like, I'd say you're, I mean, no offence. Your arse cheek was probably like really red. (laughs) Were they not like really sore from being stuck to the bath? I think we were both really cold because like the bath had just had turned. You know, the bath turns from like oh, yes. delicious to like the cold. The children tell me about it all the time. And I'm like, you're fine. You're, it'll be another five minutes Stay before I there. take you out of the bath. They're like, it's really cold, mom. <laughs> Splash around. You'll warm yourselves oh, up. hundred percent. Yeah, I think we were a bit cold and a bit embarrassed. And I think, I mean, if anything's going to be a bit of a boner killer on your romantic weekend, that was it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it wasn't sexy. Have we been shocked by the term boner killer, have we? I don't think I've ever used the term boner killer on the on the podcast before. <laughs> on the Instagram website, on the podcast. Would you like to explain the term <laughs> No, I think everybody will understand what boner killer means. <gasps> Mom might be listening. No, everybody knows. I'm not saying it again. Everybody knows this. This is like yesterday when I said to your husband in front of you, Don, are you doing No Not November? <laughs> And Don burst out laughing and you looked so confused. I had never heard of it. I genuinely thought you were asking. Because I just heard them talking about it. I genuinely thought you were like saying to the vegetarian in the house, are you excluding nuts from your diet? I was like, it's really mean. He doesn't have a lot to eat in the first place. Because I just heard on an episode of the Hilo that No Not November is where men are basically <laughs> taking the entire month of November with it, oh. where they shall not be ejaculating at all. Oh. oh my God. And then, because they're going straight from No Not November into, oh my God, what are they calling it? Something desperate, where basically, what? You, on, the first of, on the 1st of December, you ejaculate once. On the 2nd, you ejaculate twice. On Do the third, it December? No, it's like, uh, oh, I have to double it December. No, because you go all the way up to 25. Yeah, but it sounds like it sounds like every every day. Well, you know, Rosemary, you did a really good job of explaining No Not November. How about you explain Boner? <laughs> Beatrice, as, as mom would say now, you've got very giddy. You've got too giddy and how, you're being Ro- rude. Rosemary, how about you explain Boner Killer to somebody like mom who okay. doesn't know what it is? Well, mom, Boner is a colloquial slang term for an erection. And killer would be the way you would describe somebody killing or stopping or preventing something. In this instance, we're not actually talking about killing anyone or anything, but it's kind of um, an exaggerated term to describe 
something that happens that causes the the immediate disappearance or diminishment of said boner. So, for example, if 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 a man has has an erection and then his his phone rings and he sees, oh, it's my mom, that might be a boner killer. Or if a man has an erection and then all of a sudden realizes that it's time to pick the kids up from school, that might also be a boner killer. So you see, there are plenty of things in life that might kill one's boner. Was that adequate? Would you like me to go on? <laughs> Would you believe I'm the younger one? Like, honestly. Yes. You're not very mature for a 42-year-old. I'm extremely mature. <laughs> <laughs> I'm extremely mature. Unfortunately, Daisy the dog came in and wrestled me to the ground during that segment. And I just couldn't respond to any <laughs> manner, which I would have liked to have responded. Please continue, Rosemary. So, Rosemary. Yes, Beatrice. Next. What things do you find kill your boner? Rosemary, I'd say basically everything. Exhaustion. <laughs> Exhaustion. Oxygen. My kids. Oxygen, yeah, life. Kids, life, air. work. Um, the fact that it's 7pm. The fact that it's 7am. Um, sorry, I was like, it's not 7pm, is it? Oh, no, so it's I'm saying the fact that it's 7pm, the fact that it's 7am. I'm like, not in the morning, not in the evening. <laughs> the sun rising in the east, yes, the sun so setting in the west. I don't know when is a good time. <laughs> a good time is when I am... All by myself, with no children, plenty of time to peruse okay. the interweb, okay. Okay. and plenty of time after that. You, Rosemary? <laughs> Very little kills my boner, to be honest. Oh, that is not true. <laughs> anyway, listen, let's get back to our bodies letting oh, us down. Oh my God. You just let me answer that and then you didn't answer it yourself. Okay, fine. Well, I would like to say, is it actually your body letting you down or is it, I mean, in the case of that, was it that my body let me down or that that rock surprised me, in fairness to me, <laughs> on the Aran Islands, right? Well, was it that the, my body or like, was it more your body? Okay. Right. Was Okay, wait. Was the rock camouflaged? Yes. It looked like a small flower. <laughs> no, it genuinely was. It's it not was visible like, to the no, naked eye. No, no, it genuinely was. It was under the grass. It was. Oh, like, the rock you tripped on. Yes. Okay, okay. Yes, it's like the massive standing rock right. was no. not. <laughs> I thought that's what you meant. Please. Um, basically, I have often thought that if you're somebody who's like really coordinated, that when these things happen, you would because you know those moments where you fall and you feel yourself falling. Okay, no, I object to this. This is this is victim blaming, Rosemary, because. I'd like to go all the way back. I'd like to travel back in time with you to the year 1990 when things were happening in culture that I can't remember. And I think I suspect that movie <laughs> Back to the Future was three years old, but I'm not sure. Anyway, I went to mass with mom one morning. All those things had nothing to do with this story. Yeah, okay, go on. I went to mass with mom one morning in Art Clock. Is that County Dublin or County Kildare? Kildare. County Kildare. Can't believe you don't know And that. I went into what was the newly built church. Oh, God. Yes, Rosemary. <laughs> and I went to the newly built church. At... <laughs> Thanks for laughing. Thanks, Rosemary. Thanks a lot. Sorry, sorry. And I was... Oh, you've all seen me if you've looked at our Instagram website. mind. Not without my sister. Okay. Not without my sister on in on Instagram, right? Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And on there you will see beautiful pictures of me with extremely frizzy hair and dungarees. And you know what I'd like to say I'd like to say that I was accountable for those clothes, but you know, I was and also I wasn't. It's mom's fault. Anyway. The point was church, she was very tall. Very tall, very large, very frizzy, all those things. <laughs> into 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 church. Go to church, come out of church. She's I gone to and, mass to pray mom, to be shorter. Yes. And mother was chatting to the neighbour, as was her want, as is her want today. And she's chat, chat, chat. I'm like, you're waiting to get in the car, and but like you're not getting into the car because mom's still chatting to the neighbour. And so I was I was running back and forth on the cattle grid, which for those of us jogging. not in the know. Hmm? I'd say jogging. Oh, no. I mean, no, I would, I'm like sort of more like, you know, I meant more meant like jumping back and forth, walking back and forth. For those not in the know, in towns where there are animals, like where it's a country town, there's a cattle grid right on the driveway, right? And so this cattle grid is a number of poles 
that are laid out and it's to prevent animals from crossing into like I don't know why they would be so afraid of animals in the church but anyway afraid of animals in the church eating their floral arrangements is that that what it's for? I don't know I thought it was more like they were afraid that animals would storm the church whatever I don't even know (laughs) like an animal farm yeah I don't know what it was about anyway so animal a cattle grid and I was walking back and forth and these, these poles also they roll within the grid so like it's kind of oh, interesting yeah. for kids you know you're playing with it and as you push it with your foot that the pole rolls and it's fun or whatever I think you call them bars wouldn't you yeah rather than poles bars, on, bars really. yeah bars and um, mom was chatting down with the neighbour at her car and I was I mean I'm about 10 feet away from her like not miles at all anyway and I was walking back and forth across the grid and the church the priest came out of the church and he screamed he was like get off that cattle grid and I got such a fright that I jumped, right? Like I literally jumped with, just with the shock and I, I, and like that loosening, whatever, whatever you would call it, like the, what would you call it, Rosemary? The, like the misstep, whatever, like just, just the, the shock. Like I just jumped and I lost my, I lost my footing and I slid down between the two. Like I literally just landed plonk between the poles, between those bars that Rosemary was mentioning. And I, I, I couldn't get out, right? That was the worst thing. Like I was stuck. I was now stuck in the cattle grid. Thanks, Rosemary, for laughing. Was stuck in the cattle grid, and I was there, and I was cry- I was screaming, and I was crying for help. Nobody heard me, and like then, mom came by ten minutes. She came looking for me because she came looking for me because she wanted to go home, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And then she couldn't get me out. She couldn't even pull me out herself because I couldn't get out because like they were so slippy and they rolled, you know. So what did she have to do? She went and got a neighbor, and like they, the two of them came out and pulled me out of the cattle grid. And put me in the car and like off they drove home. And I was literally like so bruised on my legs, right? So bruised. It was desperate. So embarrassing. But honestly, like if I was a good Catholic before, which I wasn't necessarily, I was never a good Catholic again because I actually was so horrified that this priest came out and shouted at me, you know, with such aggression such unnecessary like yeah. what are you doing wrong nothing like what's the problem yeah. nothing like literally there's a kid out there running but I mean it's that one, kid is having fun it's one thing to come out and say hey you know hey kid be careful these, yeah be careful it's another thing to come out and just be like get off the cattle grid which is exactly what he did and I got and, I, and therefore was the you know reason that I yeah, fell yeah. and like hurt myself so badly but anyway yeah it was it was it was extremely embarrassing and I remember afterwards for weeks for about four or five weeks I had massive massive bruises on my legs like massive huge black and blue and it was really shocking though as a what age was I maybe nine it was hugely shocking to me as a child to have I really felt like violence had been visited on me which is probably really ridiculous but I I really did feel like this was massive aggression, you know, mm. out of nowhere. By this priest. Kind yeah, of. I did. No, I absolutely, yeah, yeah. I absolutely did. But you blamed I, him like at the time, yeah. I, don't, I didn't blame just him, but I I certainly never, I, I was shocked by him. You know, I was, more, yeah, yeah. I was terrified by him and I'd never even encountered him before in my life. You never went to mass again? Went to mass all the time after that like I certainly did go to mass again but I, I I mean I never went to mass willingly I never went to mass willingly before that so it wasn't a bit it wasn't new news <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 yeah. it didn't change anything I'm trying to think like was there anything like nothing like that ever happened to me I don't think where I ever got stuck or like I remember a friend of mine was climbing over a, over a fence at one point and slipped and part of the fence bar went like into her basically her glute muscle what? yeah and some, and basically they had to, like, I think she was with her friend. Her friend had to go and get help and somebody had to come basically lift her off. Like she was basically oh, speared my God. on the fence. Horrific. But Rosemary, have you never fallen or... You've fallen many times. Oh God, have I've you, fallen have many not, times. I already you talked not, about that. But have you not, like, broken limbs and, like... I said that when I went to get the takeaway menu. Broke no, my arm in two places. Like I, I, I'm aware of that. But have you not... Oh, I, I feel like all my life growing up, you were always breaking arms and breaking legs and breaking this and breaking that. Like, have you not also, like, fallen on the path on the way home and... This is very unfair. I broke my arm falling off the back of a chair in mom's friend's house when I was very young and had to have... a. Uh, sling but it was I broke my arm up near the shoulder and I couldn't have a plaster cast so nobody in my class believed it actually broke my arm which was very <laughs> annoying 
Because you know when, like, when you break something, you want to have a plastic cast where everyone can sign it or something when you're a kid. Yeah, like. yeah, 100%. So then the next time I broke my arm, that was when I was 19, getting the takeaway menu for me and dad. And dad didn't believe me. Like, you bruised the bone. Oh, that was the second time. Dr. Dad. Dr. Dad. Since then, there have been, like, I was on a yoga retreat in Crete and we were doing this big day-long hike and literally in the last 20 minutes of the hike I slipped skidded down this little hill <laughs> cut my leg basically from ankle to knee like really ba- just like really bad grazing you know what I yeah. mean like the whole front yeah. of my leg the skin was gone and this Russian couple stopped and offered to help me and but they didn't speak very good English and they took out this like like iodine to like put on my cut and I was literally like get away from me that's gonna sing and they were like no 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 not not sting. We try on children. Fine, fine. They were really, really nice. They were really nice. They they saved my life. Did it sting? No. Oh. But then like another time, basically what, for about the past eight years, at the start of every summer, I have fallen and grazed that exact same shin. Last year it was at your pool when I tripped, tripped over my sandal. You did? Yeah. And like cut my knee and grazed my shin the year before I think it was when I was in when I was on the yoga retreat the year before that I was crossing the road outside my house in Dublin (laughs) slipped off the side of my ankle and it was on like it was on my second date with this guy I was wearing a denim dress above the knee I slipped skidded like tore my entire shin up and he laughed and then I was like (laughs) was it was it was he laughing at the like shin or the skirt I think my skirt had gone. I was also wearing like anti chub rub shorts under the shirt, under the skirt. So the skirt had gone up. Oh my actually, God. Actually, to my nips. The shorts were on show. I'd tumbled and rolled around <laughs> on the ground several times. Oh, our father loves a good tumble, doesn't he? Oh, he loves a good tumble. I mean, I'd like to say, I, I, I vaguely remember, I would not, I would not call Philip McCabe athletic. Would you, Rosemary? I would not, but he did read once that when you fall, you should roll with it. And so he's a good faller now. He rolls. I, I remember at one point he tumbled, he fell. He like, because when you go up to our, when you walk towards our front door in our house in Ireland, there is like a small stone, what's it called? Path? No, there's a small stone wall. There's a mini stone wall oh, right yeah, yeah, outside yeah. it. And I remember he tripped over the stone wall. And instead, instead of just falling like flat, like I would have, he <laughs> fell, tumbled and like, <laughs> landed in a standing position and literally I've never heard the end of this that's all you need to do that's all you need to do you just make sure you fall you roll and you stand up well, again it's all very well falling like over a stone wall onto grass I doubt he'd be like tumbling <laughs> and into a standing position if he fell on Parnell Street like oh my god I don't I, I really don't want dad to hurt himself but I would love to see that <laughs> There is actually nothing worse though than somebody falling like when you're with them because I mean I don't know about you maybe you're nicer than I am I always just laugh Rosemary I'm so much nicer than you are I never laugh ever although I didn't laugh that time that I tripped you up in the in the yes sitting room. you did no you were, I didn't Rosemary you were so busy grunting with like Jean Paul whatever his name is mania what's his name what what's that Mr. Universe guy's name I even follow my Instagram and I don't know his name. Oh, what's his name? What are you it's, talking about? It's not The Rock. It's the other guy. Jean. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes! <laughs> I was like, what has he got to do? Jean no, Paul no. Van Damme. Yes. Oh, I actually want to say that all jokes aside, have you ever seen Jean-Claude Van Damme's amazing takeoff? I always get this wrong. It's it's either Jean-Claude Van Damme or who's the guy who always wears the... Who's the American guy who wears the camouflage? Chuck, Chuck Norris. Jean-Claude Van Damme versus Chuck Norris. Have you ever seen that? One of them no. does an amazing... Oh, I think it's Jean-Claude... I think it's Jean-Claude <laughs> Van Damme does the amazing thing on trucks where he, in real life, like, puts one leg on either truck... Oh, and and they drive along, and is then driven along, and like the legs, his legs, the trucks move wider apart, and his legs, like he does the splits, and then Chuck Norris took the piss out of him by going on planes, allegedly, and like he's one leg on either plane, and he's like, "Have you ever seen that? <laughs> no. It is 
amazing. And it's Put so it in good. The show notes. I was talking about it so much in the office that for my birthday, for, for my birthday card, one of the girls, one of the girls on the, uh, I wish I still had this card. I'm sure I do still have it. I wish I knew where it was. One of the girls on the print team did me a card of like a, a Chuck Norris birthday card. And it is so amazing. I doubt he falls very often. We will let the people decide. Let the people decide. Tell us about your physical calamities. The times that your body has let you down. Have you fallen face first into a standing rock? Or are you as amazing as Jean-Cluc Van Damme? Jean-Cluc Van Damme. <laughs> Jean-Cluc Van Damme. Famous chicken. Never falls. <laughs> and Clucky Norris. Are you Cluck that Norris. amazing? <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. You can find us on Instagram at Not Without My Sister and individually at Rosemary McCabe and Beatrice McCabe with A's and Mac. Our website's notwithoutmysis.com. If you have any comments, critiques, yeah, actually, if you have any critiques, oh, send yeah. them to us on Gmail privately, notwithoutmysis at gmail.com. No, sorry, send them to Rosemary privately, please. <laughs> well, I'm the only one with access to the email, so that's okay, the good. same thing. But if you have any compliments, please leave them on iTunes. Recommend us to your friends. Colleagues, countrymen, nobles, thank you. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity. Sound and original music by Don Kirkland. And our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts. You'll find more great shows at thewarren.ie. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.